Riverdale Rewind, brought to you by Scott Clark Auto Group. Jess's cough drop exploded everywhere in the studio. Can you hear it rattling in my teeth? <laughs> yes. It sounds like you have a tongue ring. I know. <laughs> I have a bit of a cold, so sorry for whoever uses this microphone next at Huga off Fremont Road. <laughs> and thanks, Huga, for letting us record here. Yes. You're welcome for Jess's germs. That's why we're a day late, because I was kind of amoebic yesterday. I'm still amoebic. But look at her. She's still committed to this week's podcast. You know, I did. I got up. I put on pants that weren't sweatpants um, and clothing and and makeup. And I realized it's time to switch from the summer powder. <laughs> I don't think my face matches my skin. Oh, really? Might be a, does it look a little orange? Let me see. Compared Turn. to the rest of me? Uh, just a tad. Yeah. But you can't really notice. Well, good. <laughs> I gotta get. I have. I have one in my purse. It's just a matter of laziness. Straight dedication. Yep. Who's this sponsored by? Scott Clark, Toyota. I want to like make you say it in oh. your cough drop Scott voice. Scott Clark. Do you want me to sing it? Do it. Scott Clark. Oh my God! You sound like Phoebe from Friends. I know. I get that a lot. I used to get compared to her all the time. People would stop me randomly. Really? I used to have really long straight hair, and. Um, people would always say, hey, do you watch the show Friends? You remind us of Phoebe. I love people that say, hey, do you watch the show Friends? Like you've never seen an episode of Friends. Like Some Friends. people haven't. Really? I don't know those people, but I'm sure they I exist. mean, because it was around for how many seasons? 10? 13? Yeah, a long time and they still air it. Yeah. We air it in the night, at night. Do we? I think we do. Oh, so make sure you check out WCCB Charlotte. In the middle of the night. <laughs> got nothing else to do. I, I'm all about the forensic files in the middle of the night. That's creepy. Yes. But your husband's real into that. Yeah, he's like, you're not allowed to watch this. I always think it'd be funny if it was like, if you were starting to date somebody to like invite them over, but have on your DVR just a million episodes of Snapped. <laughs> and they're like, you guys, you can pick out something. You just kind of casually leave it open and see how they react. And then like leave your like computer or your phone open to my favorite murder. Yeah. The podcast. Yep. Just, just set up some creepy, like have a lot of knives. That's hilarious. And then just see what their reactions are. Yep. Uh, Tinder dates that go wrong. Yeah. Well, we're so right. But we are going to be talking about another murder or stabbing, and that's about this week's episode of Riverdale. Oh, yeah. Someone did get stabbed. We'll get into that. Oh, um, they got shivved. You have to be correct. Uh, yeah. Which Learn is your jail terminology. Shanked? No, that's shivved. with a broken bottle. You got shivved. Shivved. Mm-hmm. What was the knife that... Okay, so if you haven't seen the episode, well, welcome to the spoilers, because we're going to recap the entire episode on Chapter this... 40, The Great Escape. Yeah, on Riverdale Rewind. We're going to go into theories, what happened, and what's going to happen next. And I will have to say, this week's episode, the best one of season three. Yeah, I think it was a very strongly written episode. Um, and I think it it played well... I did like the whole kind of parallel plots of Jughead doing the game, the gargoyle game, plus Veronica's heist of breaking Archie out of juvie. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought they, they wrote it well. I thought that none of the characters characters seemed like caricatures of themselves. <laughs> it's the cough trap. I'm trying not to cough right now. <laughs> um, but I thought that they did a, a, a really strong job writing the episode. And I like that 
not every episode has introduced a new major mystery. Right. I think they were doing that a little much last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that we're just developing the plot further along. I agree with that completely. It was really well written. Also, the Joaquin scene. That was such an intense scene where he kisses Archie and then shivs him. Yeah, so let's let's just jump into that scene because I think was that the climax of the entire episode, do you think? No. What would you think is the climax? I felt I, like that I was a that was a huge mystery that like where was he going? Is he going to be part of this gargoyle gang? Is he going to be part of some other like was there a black hood gang still around? Is he going to be part of the farm because he said he's joined another gang? And Kevin tried to go find him, um, but there's some something else still in the works. Yeah, and and if you take a look at next week's trailer, um, he's all like, <laughs> the lack of better words, cracked out. He's like G and G out, or like the fizz out, jingle jingled out. Like he's, he's got wha- the, that Jang face. Yeah, he has like the crazy drugged. Um, you know, mind melting look. Uh, I don't know exactly what it is, but yes, he kisses Archie and then what'd you say? Shiv. Shivs him. Um, Clearly, Nomi has no real experience with I'm so gangster, files. guys. I'm so gangster. <laughs> Why do I know so much about it? I, I don't know. I've just listened to a lot of murder podcasts. Maybe. Maybe Watched a lot of Snapped. I um, make sure when you go over to Jess's house, look for all of her knives and everything. Yeah. See what she's watching. Um, They're in the so dishwasher. Why did he? Kiss- <laughs> <laughs> That's how you do it. Same with your clothes. You just take your clean clothes out of the out of the basket that's unfolded or out of the dryer. Yeah, we got that situation going on right now. Right. But I've been sick. So why did Joaquin kiss Archie? Well, I think he just found him to be a handsome young gentleman. <laughs> he wanted a little but of the that thing carrot is, juice. He told him, hey, whatever happens, I'm coming back for you guys. So he's sh- telling him, hey, man, like, you're not going to be in here for long. I'm going to break you out no matter what happens. And he was telling him his plan. So he's being like a faithful friend and gang member by being like, hey, I'm going to be your hero. And yet he still gets stabbed. Well, I think Joaquin has a little, some, maybe insecurities or he's impressionable or something. And I think that somebody else has already given him some other kind of deal. And Mm -hmm. I think he maybe feels indebted to that person. So he couldn't, he, it's like he knows that his loyalties are to Archie, but he also, I mean, he's always been a little bit on the edge, right? He's always Mm -hmm. been not one to follow the pack. So he's got some other thing in the works, which we haven't found out yet. So he... Had a he's looking out for himself, remaining loyal to whoever's setting him free, um, and still had to hurt Archie, but but still being loyal to Kevin because he's like Kevin, get out of here! Like you don't want to be around here right now. Like yeah, kind of protecting what him. Means. What does that mean? It's so interesting. Because yeah, you didn't see anybody coming up, and clearly Betty didn't see anybody coming up because then she would have stopped what she was doing. Um, and Kevin claims that he didn't see anything in the woods he when- says yeah but who knows i there are so many cool parts of this episode though so many cool mysteries that like popped up or not mysteries but like uh mad dog was back where had he been yes um and then and he wouldn't say but he was gonna he was willing to help archie and sacrifice himself for him and then the whole man the whole bike scene was pretty <gasps> that was 
Yes. It had me for a while, too. Yes. And I was like, oh, wait, it's not really Right? That was really cool. So Betty and uh, Kevin were, uh, like, kind of staging. It was a decoy. They were a decoy. Right. And Betty's motorcycle skills. Dang, girl, where did you get that at? Right? That wouldn't be me. I can't even barely do those scooters, like the bird scooter. <laughs> That's how I feel. I feel like going three miles an hour on a bird scooter is like flying through the woods without a helmet on. Like I her. did think at one moment during that decoy, during that chase, that they were going to crash, like or like yeah, fall off. Of what um uh what Jughead was narrating at the same time. Mm-hmm. I thought that perhaps they were going to hit something and. Or they were going to catch up to them. But, man, it was so cool when they took off the helmets. So fantastic. And she's like, hello, what are you doing? And Kevin's like, "Uh, excuse me. (laughs) I like like Kevin. I love Kevin. I think one of my faves. He brings such a great medium to this cast. And he just does a fantastic job. And in real life, the oldest out of the whole entire cast. Oh, how old is he? He's like 31. Really? Or 30? Man, that's like... you are still in the range of playing a high schooler. I just aged out. <laughs> I would play a college kid now. You would play a college kid now. Yeah, which I'm like, please kill me. No. <laughs> um, but it was a really another interesting moment when we find out the last dinner, Archie knew, okay, you're getting rid of me. This is my last dinner. And I thought maybe his food was poison. Turned out it wasn't. But he was asking... Um, What's his nuts? Um, Norton? Yes. Um, Questions. And I'm surprised that he gave them up. So I thought he had maybe been recording it. I thought that Veronica maybe had slipped him a phone or something, but I was disappointed to see that wasn't the case. Mm -hmm. Um, I was hoping that he was recording the prison, the, the, um, last supper. Yeah. And like, and him confessing about what he was doing and it was Hiram Lodge's fault. And I thought that would like, Oh, he's got a recording. That'll be the downfall. And then we find out though, that his friends who witnessed the whole original situation of the riot got paid off 10,000 apiece. Yeah. And now are in hiding. And, And I'm trying to think who are those three people? Who's, wait, who's prisoner? Remember, like... Um, Hiram's friends or the prisoner guard's friends? Right. Warden. Why can't I think of the word warden? Because um, this episode is sponsored by Dayquil. <laughs> um, Archie, remember the riot last season yeah. and the gun went off and it ended up sh- um, shooting somebody else and that's what he got convicted oh, for. Right. okay. So there's three people that saw, quote-unquote, Archie shoot. Is it Joaquin? I don't know. It was three people. They got paid 10 grand a piece by Mr. Lodge and they are in hiding. And I didn't go back to that episode to see the riot to see who those three people would have been. But basically 30 grand is what Archie's freedom is worth. Right. So they they saw that Archie did not shoot him, but they confessed otherwise. Right. So obviously Archie did not shoot him. And on the stand, though, they said, oh, we saw it. Just because they got Would the you ten grand. Would yourself for ten grand? No, ten like grand's low. nothing. Yeah, I that, do that. I'd that won't even life. get me on track on my bills. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't get out of bed for less than eleven. Right. <laughs> Just kidding. I get out of bed for quite less. <laughs> like eleven dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy you a coffee. Okay. Okay. I'm. I I'm guess there. I'll come. <laughs> oh. So I haven't seen the episode, so I don't. I can't tell you exactly who those three students are could be joaquin but he's in jail well he was in jail before yeah that's right right so it's three people that are in quote-unquote hiding 
that did not, I guess, tell the truth when it comes to Archie's case. Yeah, I don't remember who it was on the stand. I thought it was the first episode of the season. But they didn't ever, did they show? They didn't show the witnesses. Interesting. So that is a, that's so, a good point. We'll have to figure and out. And I hope that Archie tells his friends or at least tells Veronica about the information that he received. So then when something happens, because let's be real, right now he's currently in the bunker uh, recovering from his wounds and being exhausted in his travels oh, and all of that. He's going to have sepsis. He crawled through that sewer. Yes, you were saying, oh. here comes the infection. And then you have Betty being the guard. You have Jughead now leaving to go get sleep, but he ends up running into the king. Mm-hmm. We don't know what's going to happen next, but let's be real. Something is going to happen where Betty's going to have to protect Archie. Now, does that happen? happen i don't know well okay so coming up in episode 42 um it's the seventh episode of the season it'll be called the man in black this is the one the one where they actually have casted riley keogh who is elvis presley's granddaughter ah um so she is uh playing Lori lake so that's a pretty big casting note um and the episode's called the man in black and in this episode alice does something the synopsis so far is that now, this is two episodes away. Uh, Alice has put Betty somewhere where she has to be protected, and she meets like her um, formidable foe of her past. So maybe the Black Hood, maybe Lachman Monroe is back. A chick. Or, yeah, her chick or, or her dad. Um, and then also um, Archie decides to escape up to a farm, I think it is, and that's where he meets <gasps> Riley Keough playing Lori Lake. Um, we don't know kind of how their characters interact or what they do, but that... And which farm does he go to? The the cult farm? I think it was just a farm, but maybe okay. the farm. I don't know if it's a farm or the farm or Pepperidge <laughs> Farm <laughs> or La Farm Bakery. <laughs> and Carrie. He's just going to Apex. He's just... <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know if he's going to be brainwashed. I doubt it. He's pretty strong. Uh, no, he's not. He's pretty oh, I strong. Could th- I think Archie could be brainwashed real easy. Mm. He's basically been brainwashed every episode this season. Has he? Miss Grundy, um, the red. The, the that's red temptation. Circle. Yeah, but that's it's like um he's easily and he lost his virginity to her. I think he's easily. So everybody um, knows you're like a, super wait. attached to the person you <laughs> lost your virginity to. That's what I'm still a virgin, so I don't know. She's a virgin ma- married, married woman. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny <laughs> um oh you know what's funny a funny note there so camille mendez and um what's his name that plays reggie are actually in real life dating and so <gasps> Shut he, up! he posted a funny photo of him watching her and archie's sex scene and him making a funny face of like uh. <laughs> yeah, that is good because they're all friends that's so funny but that's gonna be super awkward i watched the show outlander do you have, have you ever watched that no it's on my list do you, you know it though yes yeah, it's yeah, basically yeah. a trashy romance novel put into a show and it's very addictive and i enjoy it very much when i do not like romance novels actually in fact i hate anytime i'm reading like a mystery book and they throw in a romance yeah like, i oh, agree with that it. i but, agree with that 100 percent. yes but essentially this show is like softcore it's pretty bad and so I, it makes me like i'm like these actors are very close to each other it's very weird let's be yeah. a very weird scene to act if you've ever watched it especially if you're in a committed relationship or a relationship so i could see where weird. reggie yeah would be like um excuse me bro yeah that's my lady 
But, you know, and I wonder that too if it's going to be. Remember, didn't a lot of people on the OC date each other? Yeah, like it was all like mixed up. Like yeah. I dated this person, but then I dumped them and I started dating this person. Yeah, so there's so many actual real life couples off Riverdale. And I wonder if it's just because they're up there by themselves in Vancouver. That's what I was just about to say is because they're so secluded. Yeah. I'm like, I wish people would not date each other on set and just be. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not their mom, but. Like, what if, so I always wonder if they break up, would they be weird acting together? Well, um, if you watch WCCB Charlotte, then you've seen the Big Bang Theory and Mm -hmm. Penny and Leonard in real life were dating and then they broke up before even the TV show launched and they act well together. Isn't that weird? Oh, you gotta be a bigger, you gotta be a good person. Like, I don't know. You have to have. A lot of maturity. Yes. Because I know a lot of people who would not do that well. Oh, totally. 100%. No. Weird. But um, we've taken a a left turn. Um, Oh, I wanted to talk (laughs) about the over kind of arching thought of the gargoyle, the the grander gargoyle game. Like Jughead was saying what kind of Nomi and I were talking about in our last episode was how who how long have they been, this game has it been going on and Mm -hmm. who has been playing it and how warden norton referred to archie as the red paladin yes and he was playing the game with the the cards and then the the brand that they put on the people in the fight club or that i don't think it's as easy as hiram lodge i think it's beyond that and i think it's somebody we do not know Mm -hmm. hiram lodge is like he's a mobster but i don't think think he's like that big do you think he's the host of the game right now well i don't know i don't think because so because um he not not harlem uh, Harlem, but Hiram, Hiram, but um, I'm trying to think of his name that took his life at the very end Doyle? of Doyle. Yes, Dilton Doyle. No, 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 no. Last episode. Oh, Warden Norton. Yes, he took his own life. Is he just a player of the bigger game? Who is yes. running this game? I, I think so, and I think we don't know who's running the game, but I don't think it's somebody that we know. So, do you think everybody that we've seen so far are just bigger players I think of the game? Pawns of the game. Because I think that Hiram is doing something separate from the game. Oh, so you don't think he's involved? I think it'd be too easy to make him be. But we thought that with Hale Cooper yeah. and being the Black Hood. I think it'd be a real letdown if it was Hiram as yes. Gargoyle King. Because I think he's the easy, he's the villain. It's easy to point to him. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to talk, though, about Veronica's speakeasy. Apparently in that same episode in Two Away, her speakeasy's in, in trouble and she has to make a big kind of uh, risky financial uh, decision. Maybe because you're serving mocktails. <laughs> like, how is that going to stay afloat? Like, yes. That, and then doesn't it look like it's lined with liquor? I guess it's just it does look, look like, like it's liquor. lined with liquor. And I'm really wondering, there was a couple of episodes ago where um, there was a big shipment of Jingle Jangle delivered. Mm-hmm. Where did that Jingle Jangle go? Up Reggie's nose. <laughs> I think I think that they're like, going to end up doing something like that out of it. I mean, they would have to some tie that all together. I'm really interested. Um, also, Mrs. Lodge cleaning up their mess. Can we talk about that real fast? Oh yeah, she. That was a really um, strong acting scene for her. I was like, oh, I've missed actually seeing her, and I like that she kind of stood up for herself and, and has some strength behind yeah. her character it didn't take either side she was mm-hmm. like no you two are both being petty yeah got mad and left um but i think still that veronica's point is better in saying like yeah but your husband started all this like i mean he was the pettiest of the petty right he's king petty if not and king not only that else. but he's an adult yeah and he's doing so much 
Well, okay, so he's doing so much against Archie Andrews, but I know it's because it's to get back at his own daughter. But like, it's it, it's to me, it's still like, bro, grow up. I also noticed that in her character, she not only had strength behind it, but that moment where she was yelling at both of her daughter and her husband, that showed that she actually kind of cared about being mayor. Yeah, she did. It, I think she's taking the job seriously and wanting to meet with Warden Norton too. Well, now she cannot. Um, Which but, I'm I'm excited to see what happens next in that situation because she's sitting outside in the lobby waiting to talk to yeah. him. What's going to happen they now? They have to expose that whole ring. And how it's connected, like, see if it's connected at all to the Gargoyle King, which it is. It's got to be. Mm -hmm. I don't get it. Do you think Jughead, Jughead is going to see the king in the woods? Like, he's bowing down to him, being like, hey, dude. Like, Oh, it's like he does see him. You mean, like, who the person is? You, right. Does no, he Does he take that further? Take <laughs> I don't know. Like, he's. it looks like he's about to interact with him. Right. I wonder what that interaction is going to be. And like his character, this last episode kind of threw me off a little bit because at points I'm like, whoa, he's getting too deep into this game. But then there are other points where I'm like, okay, he knows what he's doing. He's playing the game yeah. and being a journalist, being a reporter. Yeah. Um, but you don't want him to get addicted to it. Right. But then there were some scenes where I'm like, what is going on? Because the whole putting the can on top of his head and having Cheryl Blossom pull the arrow mm -hmm. and say, hey, I'm the deciding factor of where this goes. Did he need to pull that move and show how crazy he is to be like, you're going to listen Listen to me, I'm crazy. I think sometimes he does, and he's becoming a little bit more of that character. Um, I, I, I found it weird when they were playing the game that like, I don't get the game. Like I don't get how he's telling them a story, right. but like no one's doing anything. Yeah, they're not acting out on that. Is that how the original game was supposed to be then? I have no idea because it seems like in the Midnight Club they were doing things. Right. Um, and then it seemed. But they uh, were small things, though. Yeah, I don't get the game at all. And it seemed like the parents were the ones that took the game off of the board they didn't have to but they got so addicted to the game they're like let's let's move this to real life yeah and so was that the first time I'm not sure i just think it's weird because i didn't i mean it didn't seem like they were playing a game at all it just sounded like he was narrating a situation story that, like, that he wrote up he wrote yeah i don't get it i really don't get it you I, know but and i'm wondering in this season are we going to have another flashback episode I'm saying that probably because well it lines up to be uh, Jughead is sleeping on the couch from being up all night writing his gargoyle story mm -hmm. um, to present to his friends during the game and his dad says you're still playing the game he says yes and he's like I know about the entire past oh that means Alice told betty and betty told you that's her side of the story yeah so what's so, fp's side right and so why are all the other parents so weird exactly oh and then sheriff keller and the mayor or well, ex-mayor are now engaged yeah which is cute but it's they cute. definitely were lying about that game exactly it's all building up to be correct with alice's story are we going to see a flashback episode with all these other perspectives yeah that would be interesting to see 
I would like to see that, but is it too much of a gimmick to do that again on the show? I really like the flashback episode. Well, maybe they'll do flashbacks, not in a full episode format, but maybe just like throughout, or or maybe they'll tell, you know what I mean? Like they'll tell their side or something. Yes. That could be what they do. All of the stuff is going to be happening so soon. Next week, I don't think we have another no, episode. We don't have another one till chapter 41, Manhunt, is going to be the 28th. Um, and then Man in Black, Chapter 42, is after that. And do you think Man in Black refers to the Black Hood? I was thinking so, but... Lachlan Monroe made a good point when he did an interview with comicbook.com at the beginning of the year. He said he never, if you notice, he never confessed to being the Black Hood. He said, Betty, he said, tell me what I did, Betty. And, mm-hmm. But he never confessed to it. And the hmm. actor thinks that maybe that story is not over. This is what he says to comicbook.com. I'm going to read it to you. Um, I personally think that there will be more layers to this whole Black Hood situation. Again, I'm an audience participant as well as an actor, so I don't know. Roberto and the writers keep everything very tight. They haven't discussed with us all yet what season three is coming. They're very strategic with their plan of their characters and where they want them to go and how it all goes. I'm really hoping that this flushes out Hal. Just to just be a much more interesting character. Now he has dimensions. Now I'm like, okay, let's now it gets exciting for me to actually play this guy. So I think there's a lot more coming with Hal. And mm-hmm. they wouldn't I don't think cast such a big name character if it wasn't going to go anywhere. And then it goes back to our original thought that Hal Cooper was just too easy to be a black hood. Yeah, I think there's still something with Chick Cooper and we lost that other weird fake chick. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to that, I think. All these questions going to be answered. And of course, we're going to examine the episodes just a little bit more. But uh, it's our time to wrap up. Yeah, I'm sleepy again. <laughs> I know I say that every episode, but this time it's legitimate. Yeah, she's on a lot of drugs. Well, they're cold medicine. <laughs> like jingle, jangle. Jingle, jingle. Yes, let's go to Trader Joe's and buy some. I may. I've watched too much Great British Baking Show. There you go. Yeah. Should we shout out our sponsor again? Yes. Thank you to Scott Clark. Yay. And he's out of my car finally. Well, you know. (laughs) He's been in my backseat. If you haven't seen that episode, we did a fandom episode, which you can find on our Facebook page, WCCB Charlotte CW, where we hung out at Scott Clark, um, the Independence location, the Honda location, uh, looking for Jess's new vehicle. And there was a cutout, and we had him in our back seat. Yeah. So. He lived there. All right. Other than that, make sure you follow her at Just Just WCCB. I'm at Nomi Burton, and we will see you in two weeks. Yay. Bye. Happy Thanksgiving. Riverdale Rewind, brought to you by Scott Clark Auto Group.